Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Okay, where was that when I said that? They're loco. I kind of was a leafy. So, are we just going to make up rules as we go along? Show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. <laughs> anyway, Owen to. tell you this. I'm going to start at an 11. I'm going to take you to about a 15 real quick. Who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. My hair grows. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. I average C's, Senor. Can you buy my way into a college? Oh, jeez. Hey, dimly lit room deeper than the bowels. The Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound today on Little Friday. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Buh, buh, buh. Beto or Bowie? Robert Francis, I prefer to go with. Beto O'Rourke. Robert Francis O'Rourke. Bobby Cora. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to run. He announced this morning, just a couple hours ago, he's running. I didn't think he was going to run. Well, didn't we talk to one analyst who said, 
he's actually running for the Senate. He thinks he's running for president. He doesn't realize yeah. he's running for the yeah. Senate. Yeah. But, um, badass. I think, I think he's a top tier. I think he's going to suck up a lot of the oxygen. Top I think, tier? A, I think a lot of the other people are going to seem really small and insignificant and be waving their hands saying, Hey, I'm Elizabeth Warren over here. Could somebody ask me a question? I think there's going to be a lot of that. Oh, Beto's a big nothing. I won't even dignify his candidacy with a comment beyond the several I've made. Which is one of his advantages. (laughs) Kind of nothing. Nobody knows anything about him. I I went to MSNBC. Ah, the empty vessel argument. Yeah, that's the channel that knows more about this sort of stuff. And they said, he's got a lot of the Obama advantages. He's a great political animal. He's really good at the whole. He just, I was watching his opening announcement. He's so more... Normal and natural sounding at that than so many of the other candidates. Did he get a beer? It's just not even a contest. We'll play some of that later. But it's not even a contest. He's so much better than that. And he's got that advantage of you can just put your hopes and dreams on him. I'm so proud of you guys. You're just going to assume that he believes what you believe and wants to do the stuff you want to do like people did with Obama. Charming, young. And I heard a Democrat strategist say that because that did happen. It does happen. So anyway. More on that later. Yeah, um, but, um, okay, more on that later, he says. All right, then. Or more now. I don't very care. combative. I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. Now, later. Uh, and now It's going to drag on for like a year and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And now the United States has grounded those planes. We were the last yeah. to join the party. Yeah. But. yeah. Boeing says they have discovered real similarities. I'm sorry, the FAA between the, uh, the, the, the one uh, third world crash and the other one. Ethiopian, and what was the other one? It doesn't matter. Go to your room, airplane. You're grounded. <laughs> I don't know if you've flown in one of those. They're way nicer than the older ones. But while oh. they're on the ground, turn down the sound system. That's my issue. The sound system's so loud, in one flight I was on, I wanted it to crash. Well, we're coming around the track, sir. You can keep the oil clear when you put it Flying into a mountain. Geez, something. Make that stop. There's got to be something between... <laughs> arriving. <laughs> and, you know, being deafened? Come yeah. on. Come on! <laughs> Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. I'm doing great. I'm excited about being a new homeowner, except there's something I did not anticipate is the amount of junk mail that I will now get. Because every day now it's somebody trying to sell me something, whether it's, hey, you need blinds or a carpet or well, you need mortgage insurance. You don't want to lose your home because you might die. And, right. You know. And you filled out a whole bunch of forms that they probably all sell your information to some company. Right. So you got like a gazillion more people that have your... Well, you signed a form saying you could. It was the 17th of the 38. Yeah. Yep. That's a deal. Um, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Now, it seems to be that there has been smart people crunching the numbers on this, and I guess this is the state of political analytics these days. Somebody who is polling early at 25% in early polls is five to six times more likely to win than a primary candidate polling at 5%, which doesn't seem like that should be surprising. I don't know why this article is making a big deal about it, because that is five times more than five. Yeah. That's 25%. That's some good analysis It seems to be like you're, you're a calculator writing an article. I, I don't provoking stuff. I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. Well, didn't we hear there's going to be AI writing uh, articles now? Yeah. yeah. Some, some sites are already doing it. They, that's a good point. It could be. And a computer wouldn't know that, yeah, people know that. Yeah, that's obvious. We did the math. <laughs> yeah, see, we can do that math, too. We can do some math. Rewrite it. Why? I don't want to. 
There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. Very exciting weekend coming up. As you all know, St. Patrick's Day is Sunday, but St. Uro's Day is Saturday. And you're Finnish, and that's your day. Indeed it is. The patron saint of Finland who chased all the grasshoppers out of the vineyards. Now, what I've been trying to do... <laughs> oh, hey, I can, I'm down with that. What I'm trying to do... I do, do like this song, though. Uh, I'm fi- trying to find a St. Urho's Day parade. There's a lot of St. Patty's Day parades. Right. And Go I back have, to Finland, Ferner. I have found one. You mentioned Finland. It's in Finland, Minnesota. Okay. Finland, Minnesota this you weekend. Should, now's kind of a rough time to visit Minnesota. <laughs> well, yeah, it's also a very quick turnaround. I mean, I have to leave uh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, you can do it. Jump a jet and go to Finland. Sure, you can do it. Party, yeah. party, party like crazy. Then come back. Real quick. I'd, I'd go first class, Marshall, if mm-hmm. I were you. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll drop a couple, couple gur um, on that. Hey, you are in the news. So, have you heard of any Big Beto uh, interviews or anything like that that are coming out soon? I assume he's going to be on sixty Minutes or Meet the Press or some big giant interview. There's a Vanity Fair cover piece yeah. out right now. Only oh, a, that's a coincidence. Only a Democrat could swing yep. getting a big, giant, splashy Vanity Fair with the world's greatest photographer making you look cool right. and all that come out right with your announcement. Very Obama-esque again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it helps. It, it I'm sure helps. he's going to be making the rounds like crazy over the next week. Yeah. Indeed. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How Did It Get to Be Thursday, March 14th, year 2019. Well, Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. You know what I don't ever do? I never push my kids to, I always say, do the best you can. Yeah. I, never, I was never that kid. They're fought, my husband, too, their dad. Never, we were never like at school, you got to get straight A's. You gotta, we were never those parents. We were always like, you know what? Give it your all. Do the best you can. Because in life, if you give it your all and you do the best you can, there's, that's it. That, that's all you can do. And that's enough. That's not all you can do. You can also have your parents bribe the, bribe the university to get you in. Who was that, Sean? That was Aunt Becky, a.k.a. Lori Laughlin, uh, who was one of the people who got wrapped up in, yeah. in the college scandal. I was discussing this last night with my wife. This is the interesting angle to that whole thing to me. There's, there's the obvious you want your kid to go to that college, you think they get better or whatever, all that sort of stuff. But the going around bragging about your kid or your parenting or something... That's another layer of, of of weirdness going on. Well, I think that is a pretty good uh, glimpse at how much of this is about her or people like her right. or the family reputation. Which is what I was saying yesterday, yeah. I think, drives a lot of the whole college mania. It's more about you as the parent than them. So the other parents say, oh, wow, did you hear they got their their kid is into USC. We What's must the matter not, with you? You didn't get into USC. We must not be as good a parents as they are. Right. It's got to be, because otherwise you wouldn't be going around bragging about I would think you'd just keep any college conversations quiet. Right. <laughs> and then the kid gets caught up in it, and, and stress, and suicide, and it's just, it's it's awful. It's gotten nuts. I'm telling you, I just had three kids apply for colleges and go to school. The, the culture surrounding, we've got to get into one of the top universities, is just insane at this point. So Olivia Jade, her daughter, found out the news that her mom was being arrested for the college admission scandal while she was in the Bahamas yep. on a yacht belonging to the chair of the board of trustees of USC. It's, you know, it's <laughs> the way everybody, everybody lives the same way. That's, that's, that's like the super crazy hot daughter who's an Instagram influencer. Yes. Star. She has a million and a half Instagram followers, a million and a half Twitter followers because she got long, shiny legs and she's real pretty. The Internet's so stupid. Practically day one of college, she was doing sponsored Amazon Prime 
like student posts for, right. from her social media stuff. Amazon was, hashtag Amazon dorm. Yeah, right. I've got a stat about the rich and powerful. <laughs> I've got a stat about the rich and powerful in colleges that is mind blowing. At a place that's supposed to be the bastion of equality and standing up for the regular person. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? As we've mentioned, another Democrat's hat in the ring. Some say game changer. We have yet another twist in the National College admission scandal and Facebook facing criminal investigation. Good. Coming up. How's mailbag? Oh, it's fine and dandy. Uh, let me remind myself. Ah, comments on the college admissions scandal. Uh... Here's a guy who's troubled by communists in the softball league. <laughs> and an argument for old Joe Biden. Okay. Among other things. I wonder if Joe's really worried about Beto getting in. Uh, stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large, our long-form interviews, available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Is Beto O'Rourke going to change things? CNN and MSNBC right now going wall-to-wall commercial-free with his speech in Iowa. <laughs> wall-to-commercial-free? The whole thing, just taking the whole thing. And they didn't do that for Engelbert Humperdinck or whoever that guy is they ran. Or Austin a, Pfeffer. A whole bunch of these other candidates. He is... He, there's a, a lot of people running for president on the D side. They're going to say, wait a second, you're not... Hello! Going to get no air now. But they're not Beto. And I just saw a chunk of him, and he's way better than them. That's one of the reasons he's getting on TV. Newsotainment, man. He's way better than they are. Entertain us, sir, uh, Blankenfarger. He does. (laughs) Blankenfarger. That's that's the man's name. John Blankenfarger. (laughs) (laughs) Mailbag. Okay, now. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, you're better than that, writes Christopher. When you guys were reading that uh, ridiculous review, uh, it was a scathing review by a, uh, a radio gossip columnist who said we ought to be arrested, well, among other things. Seems harsh. In my mind, I could hear Michael uh, saying, uh, uh, jumping in, just saying dryly, sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Where was it? Has, uh, has home ownership changed him? Sometimes the ch- pitcher just hangs one out there and it looks too easy, Michael, but you have to swing at it. Uh-huh. Maybe he's otherwise, uh, otherwise occupied. Thanks for writing. (laughs) Thanks for writing. So uh, Dave writes, the other night I joined other middle-agers in our quest to relive our golden years on the softball field. Two players started yelling at each other over a called strike. After it escalated and a few players intervened, I instinctively called out, Let him run! (laughs) A player from the other team... Let him run! Do we have that clip? I'm sorry, I should ask you to get that ready. A player from the other team shot around to see who had said it. We gave each other a knowing nod, subtle enough not to alert the other California commies of our political beliefs. <laughs> Let him sprung. Let him sprung. Let him sprung. Let him sprung. That was Anderson Cooper when a melee started during a debate, and we still don't know exactly what he said. Uh, then his secret phrases for the win. Anyway, NLAPGU, never let a pie go uneaten. That's Dave. Thanks, Dave. Let me hear that one more time. Still trying to figure this out. Let him sprung. 
Let him sprung. Sprung? Sprung? Sprung. Let him sprung. Let him sprung. <laughs> Let him sprung. He had two different thoughts in his head, and he merged them together, but I don't know what they were. Uh, speaking of... Let him speak. Let him go on. Let him sprung. Let him sprung. It speaks for itself. It is what it is. <laughs> speaking of uh, people with thoughts in their head, or the lack of them, nice note from uh, the Baileys here. I uh, mentioned that uh, at one point yesterday I was spinning a, a tale of an imaginary investigation into Positive Sean for conspiring with a foreign country. I asked Sean to name a country, and he, <laughs> and he said Amsterdam. That's right. I went with Milwaukee. I need a passport to get there, don't I? And the, and, and the Baileys responded by sending uh, this link. I will play a bit of it for you. This is uh, the inimitable uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, playing a game called Name a Country. They're on the street. They're showing people a map of the world oh my and letting them try to name any country. Do they point to the country and you have to name it? Or just... No. They give you a pointer. You can point to and name any country. Okay. Becky, 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 Stan, Stan. Nope, they didn't even do that well. Can you name any country on this map? Honestly, my geography is so horrible. I can't name anything. Like Try nothing. <laughs> is it South Africa? Nope. South America. Is that the country of Asia? Nope. That's the continent. And oh, South Russia. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, I'm silly. Okay. Um, kind of waves it around. Man, it's been a while since I've been in school. That's uh, okay. Any country on the map? Africa. That's the continent. Country. Damn it. How about a country in Africa? Uh, I know South Africa's over here somewhere. No, it's, no, it's down here, yeah. Yeah, it's south. Uh, south. Can you name any country on this map? Yeah. <laughs> Africa? That's a continent. Wow. And on it goes. So nobody would just take the low-hanging food of, like, a Canada or an Italy because it looks like a boot How or something? How about the United States? Right, obviously. How about Australia? That's Pakistan. Canada. Yeah. I'd, uh, out of the 220 you got to deny those people the vote. Right. You have to. And Give how me many, a counter-argument. And how many states could they point to a name? Well, I'll not, bet not half. Sure they might get Florida. I mean, you can't get Florida. Seriously, you can't vote. <laughs> so what I feel about Italy, because it's shaped like a boot. Don't you figure that out when you're in, like, second grade and kind of sticks in your head? Yeah, and you giggle and you remember <laughs> it. Unless you're a moron. <laughs> Oops, let's see. Oh, um... I've been asked to adjudicate a uh, real, it's not a racial incident, it's a political incident, or fake social justice warrior, but it's a conservative dude. No, I I don't have time to do that right now. But we will get to that. Because, yeah, I'm an equal opportunity uh, discloser of BS, of course. Let him sprung. Uh, In your coverage, oh, uh, Dear A&G writes, uh, Tim. In your coverage of college admissions conspiracy, there was one aspect that never came up. I mean, sure, this has been going on for years and years, and sure, all of our Supreme Court justices did graduate from these same Ivy League schools, but uh, what about the children? The kids who are enrolled fraudulently get expelled, even if their academics have been good. Some of them are bound to have siblings. Are they also suspect? I don't know. Oh, some of the colleges are going to boot the people out. Some of them are going to make them pay more. There's, there's There's different ways it's being handled. Another email. Oh, we also got a note from a guy who was admitted to one of the schools named in the scandal 
as a football player. And he said, my grades were borderline, and so I submitted the application directly to the coach. The coach walked it down to admissions and said, let him in. There was one person involved. One. Wow. And the lesser-known sports get way less scrutiny than football. Oh, heck yeah. Plus, they get lower salaries, so they're very bribable. Beto is in, among other things, coming up on the news on the Armstrong and Getty Show. And we can we can conduct ourselves in this way every single day for the next 11 months until voting begins here in Iowa. Let's remember that each one of us at the end of this, once we have a nominee, will be on the same team. Doesn't matter whose team you are on today. Doesn't matter which nom- which perspective nominee that you back right now. Ultimately, we all have to get on board the same person because it is fundamental to our chances of success that we defeat Donald Trump in 2000. And twenty. Listen to him. And then, and that's Beto O'Rourke at a little coffee shop in Iowa. Even morning. as he announces, he's saying, "If we don't support him, that we need to come together." He's so beautiful, and he's, he's so casual. He's got his coffee cup in his hand, like he just wandered in here and decided to save the country. Why? Well, whatever. Whatever. I'm fascinated by the sport of running for president. As anybody who listens to the show knows, Joe's interested in the policy and is it good for the country? <laughs> but I'm interested in the sport of running for president and why some people are just so much better at it than others is interesting to me. Comfort in one's own hide. Comfort in your own skin. That's right. it. Yeah. That is that's a so lot of it. Clearly. And you can eliminate several of them. Right. I mean, please. Who are they kidding? I mean, Hassan Pfeffer, gone. Kirsten Gillibrand, idiot, gone. Elizabeth Beer Warren, goodbye. Hey, this will just take a second, but so Beto yeah. O'Rourke announced he's running for right. president. I want, to, I want you to hear this part, and then I'm going to explain it, because I think it's important to the whole announcement thing, why this is a big deal. And specifically, the teachers who are the backbone of public education. He's taking, he's taking questions in the coffee shop. And the retired teachers who oh, made it possible for all of us. I'm sorry, I got it forward a little faster. I forgot I forgot what I was doing. Hold on. I just got a question. Is my omelet right. ready? <laughs> and we're How eating over food? here. He's just taking over a diner. These hash browns. Twice. Well, I know that's not a question. <laughs> Jack, you ought to talk about the Iowa sweater he's wearing. Yeah, uh, I definitely will, which, yeah. which I do think is one mistake he has made. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Back it up. Now, well, listen to many me. people with mental illness, including myself. So what's your thoughts on that? Great question. Um, I'm going to take my sweater off real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you and it's not because he asked about marijuana, okay? I made that clear. So that right there, I saw yeah. that when I walked into the, into the uh, kitchen and they had it on CNN. That, it's hot. I'm going to take my sweater off. And it's not just because the marijuana was also completely natural and charming right. compared to right. if an Elizabeth Warren or somebody tried to do that. How, how's the polling go on my sweater? Do I leave it on? <laughs> right, exactly. Or a Hillary Clinton. I mean, that it just some people can do that right. and some people can't. Right. And why, why that matters, I don't know, but it does. A likable young man, no doubt. 
And they claim he has the center lane, which I don't even really know what his politics are. Let's get the news Who now. Who cares? He's handsome. He's young. He makes jokes. <laughs> He's in his, he was born in the 70s as opposed to the nearly born in the 30s Joe Biden, right. born in 42. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, as you mentioned, Beto O'Rourke running for president. He's 46 years old. He announced officially this morning with an online post. Amy and I are happy to share with you that I'm running to serve you as the next president of the United States of America. This is a defining moment of truth for this country and for every single one of us. After months of teasing a bid, he is finally formally hoping to turn buzz from a close loss in the Texas 2018 Senate race into a bid I for would, the White House. I would lo- love to know the behind the scenes, and maybe we'll it'll be reported on at some point. I think there was something going on with... If this person doesn't get in, I've got a lane. Or if these two people do, blah, blah, blah. That sort of Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm told by MSNBC, and they know a lot more about this than I do, that he is uh, going to be in that center lane as opposed to the socialists. Mm. And I I don't know if he thinks he's going to scare Biden out of running. Yeah. Or uh, or what? I heard some commentary this morning that chilled me to my bones. They said that uh, this initial wave of candidate announcements will be followed by a lull. And then a second wave in May and June of Democrats announcing they're going to run because they don't want to peak too early. Yeah. So, yes, there is another wave of coming. Prosecutors are saying that William Rick Singer, the alleged ringleader of that wide-ranging college admissions scandal, accepted so-called donations from clients to help their kids secure, through cheating, a coveted enrollment spot at a prestigious university. And the scheme also allowed the parents to claim tax deductions on the alleged bribe money for themselves. <laughs> Who's their accountant? Oh my God. Give me that number. <laughs> you know, I don't want to sound like Elizabeth Warren on this scandal, but the super rich do play by different rules, legal or, legal or otherwise, than everybody else does. Yeah. They just do. Yeah. The Singer registered Key Worldwide Foundation. His foundation is a charity in 2013 gaining accredited 501c3 status with the federal government. That's interesting. Uh, the Tea Party groups couldn't get that status for years and were put through the ringer by the Obama administration. But a racketeer college admissions <laughs> fixer could. That's great. So here's the stat I came across yesterday yeah. that... I haven't heard it verified, but it was on your cable news channels by a guy who studies this sort of thing. There are 38 top-tier schools that includes all the five Ivy League schools, but 38 schools in which there are more students from the top 1% of income in America than from the bottom 60% of income in America. Wow. Which is an amazing standard when you're talking about universities, which are constantly lecturing us about equality and and fairness and the diversity you need to have. There are a lot of numbers there. Can you hit us with that one more time? Okay, so a whole bunch of schools, leave that number out, but right. all your, your top schools out there, there are more students from the top 1% families than from the bottom 60%. Wow. Wow. And these are at the top schools, and I guarantee you they're lecturing you about... You know, income equality and all this different sort of crap. Well, and diversity. And diversity. How diverse is that? They have a a white kid and an Indian kid and a black kid and an Asian kid. All from, you know, Melody Lane, as Jimmy James would say. (laughs) All from the richest (laughs) suburb in the state. None of them have ever flown coach in their lives, but you've got great skin color diversity. Right. Their nanny has a nanny. That sort of family. Please. 
Facebook under criminal investigation by federal prosecutors over its partnerships with other tech companies that gave them access to Facebook users' data. The New York Times, citing sources saying records, had been subpoenaed from at least two unnamed smartphone companies who had deals that allowed them to see Facebook users' data, including friend lists and contact information, sometimes without people's consent. Senator, we uh, are surprised by this ourselves. I'll get back to my team and have them get back to you. We uh, we uh, stopped that practice in 2012, right? Uh, you were doing it in 2015. We stopped it in late 2015, Senator, <laughs> and uh, pledged to uh, protect privacy going forward. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I'm telling you, if Mark Zuckerberg looked like Steve Bannon, people would have a different opinion of him. You're right. Because he's so right. He's speaking of politics and that sort of thing. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If he looked like, you know, Bannon as opposed to uh, Beto or, you know, Howdy Doody as he looks. Anybody, I, I would pay, I would pay out of my own money. For a study of anybody who believes Mark Zuckerberg at this point, I want to know how your I want your brain mapped, uh, your extensive personality test. I want to see you shot in the face to see what effect that has on you. That's, you're just you're an odd bird. Wow, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, I like that Facebook story. College admissions have always been. Um, not fair. Number of articles and a number of, of, of publications over the last couple of days. Exercise is a good way to treat high blood pressure and uh, gaining weight, they say, as opposed to medicine. Aren't they shut up? Maybe we'll get to that story. <laughs> Exercise is a good way to lose weight? What? Nah, medicine is a better way. I'm going with the medicine. All right. <laughs> Beno's in! Francis O'Rourke is in! You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. When I walk through the front door I swear I heard the back door slam. I got a Facebook and Instagram have been down since nine o'clock this morning. Uh, you remember that scene in Back to the Future where Marty's family starts vanishing from the picture taped to the guitar? Well, when Instagram went down, same thing started happening to Kardashians today. They were... <laughs> we lost Rob, sadly, but. Um... <laughs> Facebook and Instagram went down yesterday. See, I live a life where I didn't even know that. Hmm. But also important to remember that Instagram is Facebook. Okay, uh-huh. are, uh, Facebook owns Instagram. I, did, essentially the I same. didn't know that either. Um, it's the sort of thing you hear every few weeks and forget again because it doesn't matter to me. Right. The biggest political story today is Beto O'Rourke has announced he's running for president. He's in a coffee Jackson shop. Jackson in love or something, folks. I got to apologize for this. Beto's he's nothing. He's done nothing. He's accomplished nothing. He's a lightweight. He's a pretty boy. A waste of our time. We'll see. Um, So he's at a coffee shop in Iowa, and it's hot in there, and he took off his jacket, and then he took off his sweater, and now I'm wondering if it's going to turn into a Maroon 5 sort of thing from the Super Bowl. Pretty soon, he's down to his heavily tattooed bare chest. He, is, he does have a very flat belly. Just bow tie and cufflinks. Oh, <laughs> nice. And then he shows the ladies of Iowa his moves. 
Oh, yeah. Anyway, more on that later. 538, a political site, has come up with Beto's path. That's what I'm wondering. I don't know what his path. Who does he edge out? There's got to be people thinking today, I got to get out. I got no point. What am I doing now? Right. Who talked me into this? <laughs> I'm going to make an ass of myself. <laughs> he told me Beto wasn't running. Right. Oh, I wonder Damn how much of that is. Percent it. He's in my lane. <laughs> Unbelievable. What did you say, Sean? No, I, I want, that's an interesting thing. I wonder how many people got in thinking that he wasn't going to, or what, if their numbers said that. That's an interesting wrinkle mm-hmm. I hadn't considered. Yeah, there are people right now, uh, fundraisers, calling Kirsten Gillibrand and saying, Hey, that uh, that ten grand, uh, can I get that back? <laughs> You're not going to need that. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, speaking of politics, this is so unbelievable. Jack mentioned a couple of minutes ago that... Uh, Old Beto just happens to be on the cover of Vanity Fair. A long, glowing, active sex, practically, on him interview. Oh, the pictures are amazing. They're right. like he's a movie star. Yeah, and, and the movie star picture treatment, the rest of it. Uh, that's because Beto's on the right side of history, according to the mainstream media. Here he got a piece in the Washington Post about Howard Schultz, who might interfere with a Democrat win in the White House. And you know the Schultz story, right? He grew up in a in a uh, housing project and penniless and the rest of it. Here's your headline. Howard Schultz says he grew up in a rough, poor place. Those who lived there called it the Country Club Project. The Country Club of Projects. So it was nicer than some of the other projects they're claiming. So he grew up in a New York City housing project. But it was one of the really nice ones, so he's pretty much a liar. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, that's the difference of being, like you said, on the right side or wrong side of the politics. Right. The treatment you get from the glowing media. Yeah. So uh, I thought you I... You were poor, but you were only kind of poor. There were poor, so shut up. There were like, what, 50 stabbings a year in your project? Cross County had 75. Poor. Please, get out of the way and let Beto assume the throne for which he was born. That was uh, part of the Vanity Fair piece, I guess he said. I was born for this. A lot of people who have ended up president of the United States felt that way. Yeah, but you can't say it out loud. There are childhood friends that say LBJ talked about how he was going to be president someday when he was like five years old and on through the rest of his life. Bill Clinton was that way. Mm. Talked about, I'm going to be president his whole life. Some people just like that. Mm. It's interesting. Mm. Um, I had one more comment. Oh, I need to nail this down because it's probably going to come up a thousand times today, let alone for the next two years. Is it Beto or Beto? Oh, it's Beto. Beto. Which am I supposed to say? You say whatever you want. Beto. That's true. That's how you pronounce it. I call him Beto, mockingly. Mm. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Beto. I'm not yet in a place where Beto. I need to be uh, uh, consciously dismissive. So it's Beto. Yeah. I, well, I'll just go with Francis O'Rourke. I'm not a big nickname guy. Ro- it's Robert, right? Robert Francis O'Rourke. Sounds like a priest. Hey, we got somebody running who was born in the 70s. That's something. How about that? I'm never going to call Joe Biden the new Hitler, but he did share the planet with him. <laughs> Where's the lie? For, for several years. Right, exactly. Right. Also on just the, the kind of media whirlwind with Beto, he, Beto uh, now I'm doing it. Beto. Um, uh, he had his documentary, his HBO documentary, debuted at the South by Southwest Festival like three days ago or something. So this is getting rolled out right along with his yeah. announcement as well. Wow. I was in Congress for a cup of coffee, accomplished nothing. He ran for the Senate in Texas and lost. I heard that called the Lincoln Path. 
You spend a couple oh, of years in okay. Congress, you run for the Senate and lose. Nah, and run for the he's president. tall like Lincoln. It's the Lincoln path. He's probably anti-slavery like Lincoln. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't heard Another him speak on it yet. I haven't heard his position on it yet. Lincoln was from Illinois. Pedo's been to Illinois. <laughs> the parallels are eerie. <laughs> so, uh, liberal Nick in San Diego, I thought he wanted me to adjudicate a, a uh, uh, an alleged political slash racial incident against a conservative conspiracy theorist guy. But uh, then I got to the end of the article, uh, Nick, and and it's, he's already been found out. This Jacob Wool fellow, Jacob Wool, <laughs> um, who Whoa. faked up a bunch of threatening uh, twit, twit, tweets against himself. Never has a man had a more perfect last name. Robert Jacob Wolf. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, okay, so he's a putz and an idiot. And the one thing you won't hear on this show is, well, now that incident may not have been real, but that that uh, it happens so much that that doesn't matter. Right? Conservative activists are always getting no. He's a putz and a liar and a jerk, and you all got to ignore him. He's trying to publicize his dopey video. <laughs> I think he was also the same guy who tried to get some. Uh, some Me Too action going against Mueller uh, about a oh, month or so really? ago. I didn't even yeah. hear that. <laughs> yeah, it, it fell on its face. But I mentioned this, so I should pay it off. Uh, exercise can lower blood pressure and reduce fat. I know. As well as many common prescription drugs, two new reports show. Oh, so wait a minute. So you, can, you don't have to take a drug to lose fat. You could exercise, according to these two new reports, hmm. and lower your blood pressure. What's That's it? where we are, I guess. Is there a good fat-losing drug, a good diet drug? I remember that one that was pretty popular for a while. The one problem with it, the side effects were sudden, uncontrollable bowel movements, which I don't know if you where you were. I remember the two words, spontaneous yeah. and unpredictable. Right, yes. Which is not good for the BM. Spontaneous like and be, unpredictable I like bowel to be movements. scheduled, like at 2 o'clock on Thursday. Well, uh, or at least know it's coming. <laughs> You're sitting there and... And that's why idea. we must emphasize the Penske. Oh no! <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Excuse about that. me. Yeah, so that's no good. Yikes! Yeah, no. I no, I understand uh, taking pills for blood pressure. Absolutely. Uh, I, taking pills for fat, unless you got some actual, actual, for real problem that most of us don't have. Yeah, we got to eat less and move around more. Uh, I'm not putting another drug Ooh, in my slow body. Slow down. For fat. I'm, I'm jotting this down. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. So uh, the fallout from the bribery scandal continues, the university bribery scandal. The hilarity continues. Super rich people were bribing, uh, you know, bribing their kid into fake rowing scholarships. It's 100% clear to me now it's been going on like this for a long time, and I think it was very well known. And it got so sloppy because it was so easy to do Mm -hmm. that finally, you know, somebody had to crack down on it. Because it just had gotten ridiculous. You're not even trying now. Yeah. Well, and listen, if you take one thing away from... You're trying to keep it quiet now. Right, right. It's it's that sloppy. Um, You know, the the existence of admissions consultants and that whole world of supercharged, super expensive ways to get your kids into the elite colleges. I'm telling you, Mr. and Mrs. America... You know, you know, if the uh, the Rockefellers are listening, you feel free to tune out. But average folks, don't fall into that. Don't let your kids fall into it. 
where the name on your diploma matters in a couple of fields and really not even that much. It's maybe at the beginning in a couple of fields. Outside right. of that, it just doesn't. No, it's the experience your kid has at college, how much they put into it. That means everything. And and the elite colleges, whatever the hell that means, it mostly means they have elite professors your kids will never see because they just do research. The pressure you're putting on your kids and the kids are putting on themselves, it's unhealthy. Find a school that's a good fit, that's comfortable for them, that they can excel and take leadership positions and develop themselves. Or Photoshop your kid's head on an athlete's body and get him into USC. And, and, and write a crew uh, coach a check for a hundred grand. Yeah. Good idea. Way to have your priorities in order. <laughs> you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io. For current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.